welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to Counseling Inside the Home with yours truly, Dr. Tracy Lee. So guys, this is exciting for me um, because here we are, video, podcasting. And so it's a privilege and honor for me And it may be a privilege and honor for you as well just to watch in for the first time because this is our first video podcast. But a privilege and honor for me because I would not be sitting here right now if it wasn't for your constant support, your constant listenings, um, your constant hearings, however you want to put it, your constant encouragement. I've received nothing but love and encouragement and empowerment messages voice notes to the anchor podcast and it's just really truly been a blessing and so i just want to say thank you right now we are being live recorded here on video and also on the audio podcast but i'm blessed and i'm honored to have people like you in my life and if it wasn't for you i wouldn't keep going I, we, we launched 2019 fall and you didn't give me the courage just to keep going along with God. I, I give, I honestly give praise and blessings to God, um, from whom all blessings flows in my life. But, um, I wasn't only given courage by your support and from God to keep going, but I was given courage to grow. So not just to keep going, but to grow. And so here we are today and today we're just going to flow because um, I meet with a team of great people, great individual professionals on Friday. Um, this video is going to be launched, uh, aired on Friday, but it's not being recorded on Friday. <laughs> and so I'll be meeting um, with some great professionals on Friday to put our content together and just plan for our future. And so whatever it is that you're going through in life, don't hold back. Don't fall back. We fell back a lot. Um, but get going. This is the season to get going. Um, but again, I'm here just to encourage you because that's what I love to do. Um, and look, you guys, this is not just a video podcast, but here we are in Dr. Tracy Lee's home, my home. I'm home. I love my home. It's peaceful here. Um, But I love you all. I love you all. So let's talk a little bit about um, what I do. You're getting the raw, the audio maybe, maybe a little worked on, maybe a little edited, but you're getting the raw cut here just by watching me. And I, I like to keep things real. So I've decided, I've decided to do this video because I was sitting and I was thinking that here we are in a new season and people are still low. People are still depressed. People are still sad. I can't tell you, come up out of that sad place, come up out of that depressed place. All I can really do is 
sow seeds of encouragement, empowerment, sow seeds of the word of God, of God's love and my, my love for you all and hope that that seed will grow strong enough that would overpower your place of depression, your place of stress and so on and so forth. Now, <laughs> if you are my friend, depending on your season, there may be a time where I am a little hard on you and I am going to say it's time to get up out of this place because there is a time and a place for everything. There is a time to be low. There's a time to be depressed. There's a time to be weak, but there's a time to be high, come up higher, um, deeper depths and higher highs. There's a time to be strengthened. Um, there's a time to be filled with the joy of the Lord. And so I don't want you to ever miss that because I just watch you stay in that place and don't push you. But here I am to let you know that this is a very ripe season. And so the enemy's job is to confuse you. His job is to allow you to, to, to see and perceive things opposite of what God is doing. And so what he will do is distract you so much by the pain, the hurt, distract you so much by your circumstances and situations that you almost believe what God is saying is not real. You almost believe that the word of God is false. Your fear grows greater than what the word actually presents for us. And this is the season that I want you to understand that it is just a distraction. Satan, he gives illusions he causes the believers to be to 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 be deceived you know he he wants us to see nothing but delusions and and it's not it's not so satan is a liar i say that and i say it with everything in my being i've watched satan lie and lie to me lie on me and even at times life through me, yes. But when you know that you know that you know that God has been faithful all your life, even when you were down. Like Paul said, he said, I know how to be abased and I know how to be abound. He knows how to contend the faith. He he he's been there, he he's seen God when he was in his lowest, and he's seen God when he was in his highest. So when you know that you know that you know that God is faithful, then you take that and you run with it. And when you begin to run with it, I'm telling you, honey, that that pain, the distraction, the worries, the situations, the circumstances, whatever your situation is, it begins to fade. It doesn't just go away right away because God says that if we would suffer with him, if we die with him, we also would reign with him. We would also be raised and, and live in glory with him. And so that just simply means we are going to go through. But understand that as much as we go through, as much as we die daily and, and we, we experience the dying of our natural self and whatever it is that we're going through, we shall also experience the resurrection the resurrecting, the reviving of God, of the spirit of God. God said it in his word. So if we die with him, we shall also be resurrected with him. And so whatever it is that you're going through, it will eventually die completely and you'll be able to be resurrected to 
grace, mercy, joy, liberty, freedom, love, happiness, peace, and all that is filled in the kingdom of God. It is for us. God told us that when we, when we accept Christ into our lives, that we are adopted into the kingdom of God, whereby we can cry out, Abba, Father, we have a gift. And that gift is the gift of life and the gift of Christ once you accept Christ in, in your heart. And that is why I go so hard. And so the question that I had today is, Tracy, why do you go so hard on people? I go so hard because I was going so hard at one point, but going so hard and fell so hard on my face. I was going so hard in my life, not necessarily with people, but going so hard to establish myself, going so hard to make a name for myself, going so hard to become someone that I missed God. I was going so hard that people even missed me because they thought that they saw me, but what they were looking at was and they were looking at a pretense. They were looking at, at an imposter. They were looking at someone who was walking around with a mask, but they weren't looking at the real me, and I was going so hard. And so now I feel like I owe it to myself, I owe it to God, and I owe it to you to go hard, but this time go hard authentically. This time go hard genuinely. This time, go hard. Purely and with God this time. With God. So, yes, I go hard because I fell hard. Going hard the wrong way. I had the wrong motive. But this time, my hard push has a right motive. This motive, is, this motive is rooted and grounded in Christ. I do not deserve the mercies of God. Yet, he opened his hands, his arms. He extended himself once again. He already extended himself on a cross. And if he did nothing else for me, that was enough for me to learn of God and to get my life right. But that still wasn't enough because I continued in my mess. But God extended his arms to me and he gave me mercy. And this time I owe it to him to lead his children the right way. And so I go hard because I want you to get it. I go hard because I want you to live. I go hard because I want you to experience liberty, experience the freedom of God, experience the freedom of life in Christ. When you experience the freedom of life in Christ, then whatever it is that you're going through, I promise you it would fade. Every day that God comes through for me, I say to myself, it makes no sense because the human and the, the natural self and mind cannot comprehended but I do understand when I connect in Christ that he's doing it not because he owes me anything but because he loves me because he he just wants to give it because he's God and how blessed and privileged am I to have a big and great and mighty God who will give to somebody who is messed up so bad in their life <laughs> I'm so used to people 
people will take you and love you, pamper you, take care of you. And the moment that you slip up, they dash you away. They disregard you. They reject you. They eject you. They throw you out. They cast you out. They have nothing to do with you. They treat you like a filthy rag. And even though God says the righteousness of man is as of a filthy rag, he still treats this filthy rag with his glory. He still treats this filthy rag with love. Man can never do that. And so I ask God daily to teach me how to love, teach me how to forgive, teach me how to give back to your people the way that you give to me. I can never be God, but I go hard because I want you to know the God who is given to me daily. He's supplying my needs daily and I don't deserve it. And so I don't want you to fall hard like I did. And if you have fell hard like I did, I want you to understand that God is merciful and he's waiting for you to get back up because the scripture says, behold, I knock. I stand at your door and knock. God is waiting for you to let him in. He's waiting for you to answer him. He's waiting for you to love him back. But while he is yet waiting, the time is ticking because there's a season a time period for everything, for everything. There's a dispensation for everything. And this dispensation of God knocking at your door, our door, is called the dispensation of grace. But this won't last long. And so I'm going hard because I want you to know that time is running out. And while time is running out, this is a moment to accept Christ into your heart, into your life, to get up out of that mud. And if there's no one to get into that mud with you, as close as I can be with you and as far as I can be, I extend my voice, my love to you, my empowerment and encouragement to you by the strength and courage and wisdom of God to help you to get out of that mud, sister. Get out of that mud, brother. Get out, mom. Get out, dad. Get out, uncles. Get out, aunties. Get out, brothers. Get out, sisters. Get out, family. Get out, friends. Get out, strangers, near or far. Get out, unbelievers, and get out, believers. Get out, saved and unsaved. Get out. Time is running out. I used to be so worried and concerned. I watch people say, I believe in Satan. I watch people say, I love you, Satan. I watch people say, God is not real. And I would get upset, but I don't care no more because that is your problem. That is your lot. And that is your dealings and doings. What matters to me is I have encountered God. And he has never failed me when I failed him time and time and time again. And so when I tell you to forgive your brother and when I tell you to forgive your sister and I tell you to deal with your insecurities and deal with it now and I tell you to deal with your worries, your bitterness and your jealousy and your envy and deal with your rejection spirit and, and deal with your abandonment spirit and deal with the depression and deal with the anxiety is because I understand that if you would just deal with it and tackle it, get the help that you need, get the therapy that you need, get into the scriptures that deal with these issues, go into the root of it, learn the root of it, and then send it back to the pits of hell where it belongs. When I tell you to do it, I'm telling you to do it because I was there and I dealt with it and I got the help and I'm still getting the help.
the help works. God says he is our help in the time of troubles. He's our bridge over troubled water, he is. He is our healer. I want you to get out of this place. This place is killing you, it is destroying you. Shut those doors, every door that you have entertained, every door that you have engaged with that is not of God. Stop being confused, we know what is of God. We know that there is one God. And if you serve many other gods, this is not for you. This is for the believers. So no one should and can be offended because this is for those who believe in Christ Jesus. And if you believe, you say you believe in Christ Jesus and you are offended, then you are lying to yourself because I'm speaking from the lens of the Holy Spirit right now. There is one God and there is one Spirit of God and that is the Holy Ghost. And so it's time to shut those doors if you call yourself a believer. If you want to see God move in your life, you need to shut those doors and stop playing with the Wobiaman and stop playing with the witch and the warlocks and stop going to the Satanists and stop. Stop it. Stop going to the sorcerers. Because what you're doing is you're contaminating what God is trying to, what God desires to do in your life. God will not move until you have stepped away from those entities. God does not work alongside with entities. God does not coincide with them. They do not work hand in hand. They never will because God is God. He comes with peace. He comes with love. He comes with honor and dignity and integrity. He is holy and any other entities, they are not holy and never will be because they deceive. I don't have to go any further with that. I just want you to understand that now is the time for you to rise up, mount up on wings as eagle, run and not be weary, walk and not faint. Now is your time. Don't wait. I'm going hard because I don't want you to wait. I don't want you to miss it. I was so close to missing it. <laughs> Without Christ Jesus, my mind would have been, been gone. God sent a prophet. He always sends a support. He always sends that one person. He always sends that one person. They don't get the glory. God gets the glory. But guess what? I still have to give honor to them because they were there. He sent that one person into my life, that prophet of God into my life to rebuke me, to correct me, and then to teach me. And she went hard on me. And so if I have to go hard on you to see the results that is coming from my life right now, I'm going to go hard because she got into the mud with me and she did not get out of the mud until she started to see results. And she didn't leave. She, she prayed, she tarried, she prayed, and went through it with me when all others were not ready 
for such a task and an assignment as this. And so that is why I'm going hard. Because God went hard on me. Because the prophet of God, she went hard on me. And because now it's time that someone goes hard on you. They didn't give up on me. And I will not give up on you. I pray that you are blessed. This wasn't a podcast to just sit and chat and have a good old time. This was a podcast to penetrate your spirit, your heart, and your mind. But also to remind you that you are loved. I love you. Jesus loved you. And now is the time. And so if this is a moment that you've been waiting for and you have not accepted Christ into your heart, I pray at this moment right now that you would pause and receive Christ into your heart. Confess your sins to Christ Jesus right now. And acknowledge that he is your savior. He has laid down his life for you. And he is resurrected on a third day just so that you can be free from the bondage of sin and to walk in liberty and life eternally with Christ Jesus. If you have backslidden, God still wants you back. <laughs> Jesus Christ is not coming back for the sinners. He came for the sinners. He died for the sinners. But when he comes back, He's coming back for the believers without spots and blemishes. So if you're backslidden and or if you have also put on a mask and act like or to believe that all is right, but you're messy behind that mask and you're doing everything opposite to what God has called you to do, you are considered backslidden as well. And I ask that you would take this moment to repent and ask God to create in you a clean heart, search your heart and to lead you back into the way of everlasting. And if, if you don't know what to do, just pause and ask Christ to connect with your heart, to enter into your heart. Thank you, Jesus. God, I love you. I thank you for another chance. And I repent yet again for anything I've said or done, even in this season or day that goes against your will God have mercy on me create in us Lord a clean heart and renew a right spirit within us and restore the joy of our salvation even now that we can worship you with clean hands and a pure heart in spirit and in truth thank you Jesus breathe if you need therapy get the help I've got, I've, I was privileged to have the best <laughs> Christian therapist of all time. But whatever you feel is need, get it. But make sure when you get that therapy, if you believe in Christ Jesus, make sure whatever that therapist is telling you does not go against the will of God. Because we're in a season where people are itchy ears mm -hmm, and are lovers of themselves. We don't want itchy ears. We want the peace and the truth of God which means it will convict you, it will penetrate you, it will correct you, it will teach you, it will rebuke you, but it will still love you. Receive your rebuke, receive your love, and receive the rewards when you accept Christ 
and you walk away from your challenges and walk towards God. When you focus on God, the situation and the things will change and everything that you need when you focus on God, they will come. But if you focus on the things and the situation, you'll miss God and you'll still be dealing with your situations and your sin. Whatever you need, it's in Christ Jesus. I love you. Be blessed.